Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, the NFL is back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP, to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you in part by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at $1 million in top prize and compete for over $8 million in prizes across all contests. Don't miss the extra special week one bonus as well. Use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That code again is SGP and only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, or any other betting action? Well, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to BetQL.co and enter the code SGP20 for a 20% off discount on your first subscription. That's BetQL.co and the promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code SGP20. And we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP. Finally, don't forget to sign up for the Free Roll Football Contest, where we're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash contest. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash contest. Football fans, it's time to go on the record for this week's matchups pro and college football with just one catch we're only interested in underdogs who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset time to find out it's three dog thursday now here's your host tj reed it is here yes indeed we have gotten to september and the start of the 2020 nfl season no we did not have a preseason But we are going to have a regular season get underway with the defending champion Chiefs kicking it off. Thursday night football with the Texans, and depending on when you're hearing us, you might know how that game already went. A full Sunday slate and into Monday night football with a doubleheader of all the action. Welcome in to the digital radio show that is known for one thing primarily, and that is underdogs. The little guy. The lesser known, the team that is not supposed to contend, much less win in the game. We are all about it on Three Dog Thursday. I am merely your somewhat competent and lucid host. Let's find out how we do on the underdog picks and selections. No, I do not want to talk about Navy plus one and a half Monday night against the BYU Cougars where they got annihilated in Annapolis. Thank God we weren't trying uh, in that instance to have the naval fleet go succeed in battle because I think every one of our battleships would have been sunk if that was the night, uh, like what on Monday night happened there. Although, you know what? I think we are going to talk about what happened with Brian Edwards, our handicapper from brianedwardsports.com and also from Vegas Insider because he and I both loved Navy last week. So Brian's going to be here straight ahead to talk some college football and give us an underdog or two, uh, not only in the college game, but the NFL. He's got great insight on both tremendous handicapper and again the NFL season getting underway so college football and the NFL Brian will be here in a little bit our roundtable has three special guests that are going to be hopping on including a former uh, division one college football player in uh, Jason Powers who will be here Powers on Sports is his new podcast up and running I'm looking forward to talking with him about Thursday night's game, UAB and Miami. Now, look, this is the first of several times that I will say this. Obviously, as the show goes on, the shows go on in September, October, the show tapes just before Thursday. It's released on Thursday. So we're talking UAB-Miami college football. 
Uh, that one in South Florida Thursday night. You may already know what happened in that game. Did UAB pull the upset? Did Miami blow them out? Was it a close game? We don't know that right now. But Jason is pumped, and I'm actually looking heavily at the UAB Blazers out of Conference USA and the 14 points uh, this week. If you are looking at a strong underdog play, this one may very well be it. So Jason Powers is on the roundtable. So, too, he's back from Vegas. T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show, heard five days a week in Vegas and also on tcmartinshow.com. He's got some underdogs that he likes in college football and the NFL um, I love TC's insight out there in the hub in Sin City of everything going on with the gambling. And it's slowly starting to turn back around there in Las Vegas with all the different uh, interests. Speaking of the Chiefs, Tyler Jones is back with me. He is on five days a week in Lawrence, Kansas, the greater Kansas City metro market. Love Tyler's uh, insight on all things in the Midwest in particular, uh, anything having to do with the Chiefs, Kansas, the Big 12. Uh, he's a big NASCAR guy, too, by the way, NBA uh, as well. I look forward to talking with Tyler Jones on the roundtable. So, again, uh, Jason Powers, T.C. Martin, Tyler Jones on with me, kicking it around. We've got underdog predictions. There are a couple of wild underdog picks coming, and there are a couple of guys that like some of these primetime games that are going to be happening in the NFL for Three Dog Thursday purposes. So another reminder, too, by the way, find the YouTube channel, and you will see me, you will see Jason, you will see T.C. and Tyler on the video roundtable. Just search Three Dog Thursday on YouTube, find the video segment, and, uh, and we chop it up uh, there on YouTube as well as have the audio podcast. And that reminds me to tell you that whether you found us through a social media link on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, their network of shows, uh, subscribe, folks. That's the easiest way to get this show. It will be out every Thursday early. Uh, sometimes, a little secret here, it might be out in the middle of the night Thursday night, where you, or, uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, where you can get a hold of the show. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, subscribe away to Three Dog Thursday. Ding, it comes automatically to you when the new episode is up. Subscribe. It's very convenient on your handheld device, on your iPad, on your listening device if you subscribe. And by the way, help us out. Rate us and review us on Three Dog Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. More people will find Three Dog Thursday that way as you share it out and you rate and review. Several of you have been doing that in recent weeks. Keep it up with the five-star ratings and reviews. It does help us here as part of Three Dog Thursday. So we're ready to go with the football. Again, you're probably aware I'm part of the Tampa Bay radio broadcast, the Buccaneers. And Tom Brady, have you heard this? Tom Brady is part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is wild to contemplate that Brady and the Bucs are about to open the 2020 season. We got no look at he and the Buccaneers for the preseason. We got no look at anybody for the preseason. The first games will be regular season opening games for everybody. Buccaneers at the Superdome with no fans against the New Orleans Saints. A wild set of circumstances and a wild roller coaster 2020 year. But we've gotten to the NFL weekend, and here we go with that first matchup. So we're going to talk some about that uh, as that gets underway. I will also tell you on Three Dog Thursday that I am privileged to be part of Compass Media Network's uh, national radio coverage of college football for this season all over the country in major markets. In fact, in some 100-plus radio markets across the country, Compass Media Networks will be bringing you college football. Tiki Barber and I are going to be there Saturday for the ACC opener. Sam Howell, the outstanding quarterback in North Carolina, Carolina taking on the Syracuse Orange. North Carolina heavily favored. Syracuse undermanned, picked near the bottom of the conference. What will happen Saturday in Chapel Hill? Again, no fans on the North Carolina campus uh, and for this game, but we will be there to bring it to you all over the country on the radio on Compass Media Networks. So I'll talk a little bit about North Carolina and Syracuse, uh, not only on this show, but obviously this weekend. And let's see what happens. The Q's a 23-point underdog right now going into this weekend. I don't know that I like that one uh, as much. But again, I'm looking forward to being on the call for that. So doubleheader this weekend, college game, Carolina Q's on national radio. Bucks and Saints for me on Buccaneers radio with the legendary Gene Deckerhoff, the Hall of Famer. Uh, the Florida Sports Hall of Fame voice of the Bucks and the Florida State Seminoles. He'll be on the call with our analyst Dave Moore as the Bucks begin 2020 with huge expectations for this matchup with the Saints and what's going to happen the rest of this year. All right, we're ready to chop it up, talk some college, some NFL primarily with all of these different underdogs. Let's get to it here on the show. 
Yes, indeed. We are ready, ready with full-fledged college football games going on and the first weekend of the National Football League to take place. And here he is from BrianEdwardsSports.com, also Vegas Insider. Mr. Brian Edwards is back to help handicap all of it. Uh, my friend, we got a good taste of some, a handful of college football games last weekend. Now we got a bunch more. Are you are you ready in earnest to get this underway? We're here. We're excited about it. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm stoked for this weekend, but, like, let's be honest, unless you went, like, 4-0 or 5-0, um, last weekend was pretty much garbage. Uh, <laughs> and the Rick, the Rick Stockstill clock management. Oh, my uh, Lord. The 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 hat was somewhere in Lawrence, Kansas, and, and he's the worst ever at it. But I think that even he found that impressively incompetent. Um, and then the Navy game, you, uh, know, you know what? I, I still haven't. I still I turned that thing off at twenty one or twenty eight. Wait a minute! I still wait a minute! BYU it. just scored again, Brian. BYU in the end zone uh, again against Navy. Uh, well, all right, let's talk. Let's talk first. The both service academies were in action. They were standalone games where you got to see them uh, basically in action. Uh, Army very impressive against Middle Tennessee State. They were ready with the triple option, their offensive line. But what you're talking about is at the end of the first half, Middle Tennessee with two timeouts left had like 40 seconds left on the clock. The quarterback, and you're going to get into this, who's an experienced quarterback, takes a sack, and then it was just madness. That they they didn't stop the clock with a chance to get back in the game, Brian. Inexcusable. And it was just appalling. And not just Stocksville. I mean, what are the assistants that have headphones that can get in his ear? What the hell are they doing? What is Asher O'Hara doing? This kid is a junior. Okay, he started 12 games last year. He ran for more than 1,000 yards. He had a... 20 to 8 TDINT ratio. This is a quality quarterback. Not only did they only get one more playoff and not use a timeout, but they changed the play at the line of scrimmage when the offensive linemen, you know, stand up and look back yes. at the sideline. It was, it was impressively incompetent. I've never yeah. seen anything that bad. It, it was 30, 30 seconds of idiocy of what are they doing yeah. in a 21-0 game. I don't know that it would have helped them stay close in the second half, but it would have given them some confidence. So that was hard to watch. Army, very impressive. Saturday night, I was trying to warn the audience on Three Dog Thursday. The alma mater got the win, but Arkansas State hung in, as I feared they would, especially when they got the late touchdown and then got the ball back. I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. There's four or five minutes left. Are they going to let them get back in the end zone again and make this a one-score game? Thankfully, Memphis uh, did win by 14, but did not cover la- an underdog win for the Arkansas State Red Wolves last week at the Liberty Bowl. And then you and I both liked Navy on Monday, and two thumbs down to a quality coach, Ken Nuiata Malolo, uh, who who had an 11 win season, including winning a bowl game last year. But I know Brian, you're aware of this, but the audience may not be fully aware that Navy chose not to have any blocking, any tackling, any kind of contact in practice because he was concerned about COVID outbreak among the midshipmen players. So they were using tackling dummies. They were using coaches holding up tackling bags, things like that. Even, and and Nui Matalolo said after the game, his own staff was questioning that. He said, I'm going to take the complete fall here. I am at I am at fault. I am at blame that we didn't do this. And my own staff was even questioning this. They look like a team that had not hit, had not blocked, had not tackled for a couple of weeks because BYU just manhandled them. I mean, it's one thing to lose, but that, that game could have been 70-something to three on Monday night, embarrassing. And we didn't know that when we were taking Davey. We didn't have the privilege of knowing that that's what he did or they didn't do in practice. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I wrote the preview to that game, and I I perused the internet. You know, uh, I went, you know, I read the, you know, I follow the BYU beat writers from the uh, Salt Lake City Tribune, and, you know, I, I, you know, just was looking for, like, maybe some injury info. I mean, there was nothing in the – I mean, uh, Reese Davis and Herb Street were breaking that news. No, nobody outside of the Navy program knew that, and I damn sure would not have been on Navy had I known that. And I love – I knew Mazzalolo has been a moneymaker for me for well over right. a decade. 
and I normally don't have anything bad to say about that guy, but yeah. I'll give him a mulligan because he's made me a lot of money through the years. Yeah, that, that was terrible. Well, you know, I'm thinking of the Navy phrase from wartime, loose lips sink ships, right? So they decided not to talk about how they yeah. hadn't been practicing. We would have all loved to have known that for Three Dog Thursday purposes. And maybe Navy will be a lot better. They clearly miss Malcolm Perry, too, as the option quarterback, the fantastic sure. quarterback of the last couple of years. But, man, it was it was bad. So we've got other college games to get to. We're going to talk some underdogs. We are going to talk some NFL and some underdogs. Uh, you've got a couple of college news items uh, that you want to share. So real quick, give me a couple of updates here. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, so um, I think we talked about it a month or so ago, how Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss um, had uh, one of their best, probably their best defensive player, Sam Williams, was charged with sexual assault and was obviously suspended indefinitely. Well, the news broke yesterday that those charges uh, were dropped and he was reinstated. And he was uh, going to practice uh, Wednesday for the first time. And he was a guy last year, uh, 37 tackles, six a team-high six sacks, three and a half tackles for loss, five QB hurried. So that's good news for Ole Miss. But uh, I went to DraftKings, which has had the SEC September 26 games uh, lines up for quite some time. And the last time I had looked, the Gators were 11 and a half, which I thought was too small. And uh, it's grown to 13 and a half, mm. which I think is wise uh, move by DraftKings. Um, so there's that. And there's actually more personnel losses for LSU. And we've already been over quite a few of them. But uh, a couple, I didn't know that Neil Farrell, who was scheduled to start at uh, defensive end, at least per Phil Steele's uh, magazine and depth chart, uh, he is also out. So that's one more player. Um, that LSU is going to be without, you know, on top of Tyler Shelvin, Kerry Vincent, and the best receiver in the country, Jamar Chase. Though that LSU depth chart has all of these different lines through it. It looks like Brian Edwards' term papers back in uh, back in the day, back in college with the lines through yep. it from the professors. <laughs> it's not good for LSU. And that line currently, again, it's still a couple of weeks away with, with uh, Mississippi State. That's a home game in Baton Rouge, but it's still like 16, right? LSU by like yep. 16 or 17, right? 16 and a half, and I saw today that LSU announced they're going to have 25%, which is actually more than 25,000. Most of the other SEC schools are 20%. So LSU kind of will still have somewhat, I mean, more than 25,000 is a decent amount of uh, folks. But yeah, 16 and a half, and that's a heavy lean, if not a play, on Mississippi State, who Mike Leach is 18 and six against the spread with six outright wins. His last 24 is a double digit dog. And he's got a really good running back in Keelan Hill and a really good quarterback in K.J. Costello, second-team All-Pac-12 in 2018 before being uh, snake-bitten with injuries last year. So just file that away for a couple of weeks from now, LSU and Mississippi State. Let's bring it back to the games this weekend. So we already know the Fox National game had to be postponed between Louisiana Tech and Baylor. Outbreak of COVID-19 among Louisiana Tech players. So it's the week of the game. And we got Brian, we keep saying this. we got to be ready for this to happen. It's going to continue more than likely to happen where games get paused, get rescheduled, get canceled altogether. So it has happened there with a Big 12 game. And that means the shift uh, for the Fox national call with Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt, and the Fox main crew on college football goes to Manhattan, Kansas for Kansas State and Arkansas State. All right, so this will be a theme that we're talking about, not just you and me, but on the roundtable, the video roundtable that's coming up with my guests uh, about teams that have played a game versus teams that have not played a game. Uh, and in this case, Arkansas State played my Memphis Tigers. K-State has not played yet. Do you give a, a little extra weight to Arkansas State for having played a game? Uh, how much merit? Uh, but yeah, maybe a little bit. I, I, I think it's always uh, you know good to go ahead and get your, uh, get your feet wet. But um, they're also having to travel twice in, in two weeks. But, you know, everybody has first game jitters. And, um, you know, K-State, they do have a veteran quarterback, though, in Skylar Thompson. Uh, but they only have three starters coming back on offense and six on defense. And uh, I thought they overachieved last year, eight and five straight up, nine and four against the spread. But you're seeing respect from the odds makers uh, after the Red Wolves hung in against your alma mater. And yep. they're only, only a ten-and-a-half-point dog in Manhattan. 
All right, we'll keep an eye on that one. Of course, the Thursday night game, it is Three Dog Thursday that we're interested in for college football. While we talk it right now with Brian Edwards of uh, brianedwardsports.com, you get his picks also on Vegas Insider as well. Love Brian's insight as a handicapper all through the season on Three Dog Thursday and the podcast. UAB is in the same boat playing Miami. UAB played a game last Thursday night against Central Arkansas. They won. Central Arkansas got a late touchdown uh, to kind of dress the final score up. UAB was in control of that game in the second half at home. Blazers under Bill Clark have been very good. Miami opening game of the season now, playing at home. Miami is the significant double-figure favorite. We're going to talk about this more on the video roundtable, but you have a very interesting Miami stat as a double-digit favorite recently, Brian, for this game. Yeah, so Manny Diaz last year, um, he was a double-digit favorite uh, actually five times, but one was Bethune-Cookman uh, FCS school, so I'm going to kind of – I'm going to butch Jones' stat a little bit and omit that one where they did cover against <laughs> Bethune-Cookman. But the other four double-digit favorite spots, um, they lost outright three times. The only outright Ooh. win was a 17-12 to 12 win – over Jim McElwain in Central Michigan, in obviously uh, down in Miami. So the four games they were double-digit favorites, they lost uh, in terms of the result toward what the spread was by 98 combined points in four games. So they were losing by, what, 25.25? That's amazing. Or wait, no, 24.25 a game. When they were double-digit favorites last year, they were awful. And then there was also, um, you know, they were favored single-digit to Duke. Uh, the regular season finale lost by double digits. Duke had um, been on a five-game losing streak and lost by double digits four times. And then they got bageled against La Tech, who had its best defensive player, uh, the cornerback Robertson, sitting out, and they got bageled. Um, so, and I saw Manny Diaz said that the turnover chain – uh, they're going to sanitize it between <laughs> uses this year. And I, I thought to myself, there's no such thing as sanitizing that piece of garbage. Well, the other thing is he assumes that he's going to have multiple turnovers in a game for his defense where they can have to use the sanitizer and pass right. it on to somebody else sure. if that is the case. And again, we'll talk more about this game in the video roundtable. Jason Powers will be with me. He's a former UAB kicker, a former player, got his own podcast, his own show. He's got insight on this game. I had the Blazers in the Conference USA title game each of the last two years. They lost badly to FAU last year, but I also had them two years ago in the win at Middle Tennessee State. Bill Clark's done a fantastic job. His team has played a game. Miami is not. Will they be able to keep it close? I am leaning heavily towards UAB as a three-dog Thursday uh, underdog selection. Brian, stand by. We have got more on the way. We're going to talk some NFL with you a little bit later on in the podcast. It is the first weekend of the NFL season that is coming up as well. Brian is going to have some NFL insight. we got NFL underdog picks. The Roundtable with Jason Powers, with T.C. Martin in Vegas, Tyler Jones in Kansas for the Chiefs and their opener. That is straight ahead as Three Dog Thursday continues. Roundtable time. Brian Edwards coming back. You hang in there. It is here. It is here. The NFL season gets underway this week, this weekend. Thursday night football, Sunday games, Sunday night football, Monday night football, and mybookie.ag is offering customers a chance at a great wagering opportunity. When are you ever going to get a spread in the NFL where you get 54 points? Well, that's what you've got the chance to do on Thursday night for the Kansas City Chiefs and their game with the Houston Texans. The max bet on any promotion is $50, but you've got a chance to get the Texans plus 54. It's a plus 54 spread offer from mybookie.ag. It's only six times ever that an NFL team has lost by 54 or more points. So make sure you take advantage of this right now. Free money to customers who bet on the game. Again, the maximum you can bet is 50 bucks, but you get 54 points with the Texans for the Thursday night game. Now, if you didn't get a chance to take advantage of that, but you still want to get in on what my bookie has to offer, do it right now. Get in and use the promo code SGP and you'll deposit 
uh, in your money, and it will be matched up to $1,000. Your first deposit will be matched up to $1,000. You spend $500, they'll put $500 in. You put $750 in, they'll put $750 in themselves. Extra money to bet for the NFL season. They've got live betting going on, whether it's college football, whether it's the NFL games, whether it's the NBA or the Stanley Cup playoffs, the NASCAR, the golf has got the U.S. Open coming. Just take advantage of all the different bets, and it's simple with my bookie. You make your picks, you win big, and you collect your cash. Use that promo code SGP from us at Sports Gambling Podcast. SGP. Double down on your first deposit with that promo code. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. And with football back, including the NFL now back, DraftKings, a leaner in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you in the center of all the action with over $8 million up for grabs on all of their contests. And to kick it all off, DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at a $1 million top prize with your first deposit by using our promo code SGP in the sign-up. So get in now. Again, that's for first-time users only. Use the promo code SGP. Free shot at a $1 million top prize. So again, with the NFL back, set your lineup, go under the salary cap, make your moves. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012. They know a thing or two about hard cash. So again, take advantage. Download the DraftKings app now. Use our promo code SGP for a limited time. New users getting that shot at the $1 million top prize. $8 million in prizes across all contests with the promo code SGP. Reminder, a minimum $5 deposit is required. Eligibility restrictions do apply. You can see DraftKings.com for more details. Download it now. DraftKings, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you in part by BetQL. If you want to get an advantage over your sports book with the NBA, the NHL, and Major League Baseball back in action, you need to download this app, BetQL. It's the only app you need to make smart bets this season. And they've got some great algorithms, a best bet algorithm that has thousands of data points to give you the top information and the best recommendation on what to wager on. Uh, Whether you're talking about the NBA games, whether you're talking about the UFC pay-per-view this weekend, whether you're talking about the fights that we're talking about on Big Fight Weekend, you go to BetQL, you pick from all of the different uh, data points and recommendations. They're giving you great info, great sharp data to help you make the bet. You can even see where most of the betting public is betting if you want to go the opposite direction. And with BetQL, if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim an exclusive offer from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Again, if you're in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, West Virginia, a special offer awaits you with BetQL. Go to the Apple Store, go to the Google Play Store, download it, enter the promo code SGP, by the way, and you get 20% off your initial subscription. So even more incentive for BetQL. Remember, the promo code is SGP20 and take 20% off with BetQL. And if you've ever thought of owning your own sportsbook but you didn't know how, Ace Per Head is here to help you start it up. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wagers graded immediately. They've got top-notch customer service going 24-7, some of the sharpest lines in the industry, and plus... Ace Per Head also has live betting and a great mobile experience. You can get started today. Ace is offering six weeks free, by the way. Go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP to find out more. The dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is T.J. Reeves. Continue on here on Three Dog Thursday. Time for the roundtable. Again, find us on video at Three Dog Thursday on YouTube. If you're only hearing the show via a subscription to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, make sure that you find the video on YouTube. And the roundtable guests are here from Las Vegas, home of the Vegas Golden Knights, who are hanging in in the Western Conference playoffs. Mr. T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show, initials brother from another mother, as I always like to say. How you feeling? My man, T.J. Reeves, <laughs> feeling good, feeling fine on a nice day here in Las Vegas. Not 115 today, a cool, crisp 81. Only, only 81, but it's early uh, out in Vegas. I always wanted to be a meteorologist, by the way. 
Well, working in Vegas, it's pretty easy. It's just going to be hot. It's desert hot. Uh, also, making his debut on the video roundtable and on the podcast, say hello to Jason Powers of the Powers on Sports podcast. He's based in the Tampa Bay area, which makes him a really smart guy uh, in and around the same area where I am. Uh, Jason, also with a background as a college football player as well. Powers on Sports, how are you? How are you, TJ? Nice to meet everybody today. Beautiful. Uh, it's Probably a little more than 81 here in 10. It's probably about 92 or 91. It's 81 overnight, and it's 95 by 8 a.m. Uh, where we are with the humidity. So it's all yeah. good. We're going to circle back around and talk some college football with Jason. Tyler Jones is very patient. Tyler Jones is on six days a week in the greater Kansas City area, actually in Lawrence, KLWN Radio, and also the Tyler Jones Live uh, podcast. Tyler Jones, how you feeling as you come back in on Three Dog Thursday? Hey, I am doing fantastic. It is a Chiefs game day, and we're expecting a, a Chiefs victory and another Super Bowl wouldn't hurt either in Kansas City. Ah, all right, so let's get right in and, uh, and talk about these matchups, these different games, uh, et cetera, et cetera. All right, let's begin right there with the NFL and the Chiefs as the defending Super Bowl champs uh, here. We're taking a look on the screen for video purposes right now at Patrick Mahomes. Uh, people forget he was a little nicked up at the beginning of last year, but boy, did he turn it on and lead the Chiefs to their first Super Bowl win uh, since going back to what, Super Bowl four last season. So it all begins with Thursday night with the Texans coming in. So Tyler, why don't you pick it up? You're in the market. How amped uh, are they? They are going to have about 25% fans at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, they are going to raise the Super Bowl banner. Uh, that guy right there has already cashed in with a massive $300-plus million guaranteed contract. Tyler, what about the Chiefs? This Chiefs team is phenomenal coming back to 2020, and I can't think of a team better positioned to repeat in quite some time than this Kansas City bunch. If you recall last year in that playoff run, they won every single game by double digits, and they trailed in every single one of those games by double digits. This Houston Texans team isn't as good as what they were a season ago. That defense is depleted offensively. They've lost DeAndre Hopkins as well, traded him off. I expect the Chiefs to have a big-time performance to just roll over this uh, Houston Texans team. I think this could be a big blowout for the Chiefs tonight in this matchup. And ultimately, I like the Chiefs to repeat as Super Bowl champions. They get things started on a very good note with a big-time win tonight against Houston. How about that? And again, depending on when you're hearing us, we debut on Thursday. You may already know how smart that was that Tyler was laying that out or how dumb it was. I get the feeling I saw a nod of the head, and I, I sort of know this. T.C. Martin disagrees and the line is what, 10, 10 and a half for Three Dog Thursday purposes? Are you wolf-woofing a little Deshaun Watson and the Texans against the Chiefs for Three Dog Thursday? I do like the Texans on a Three Dog Thursday. And, uh, you know, uh, with you, TJ, even though we're on a Three Dog Thursday, I'm going to the window and taking the dog regardless uh, with the Houston Texans. Yes, uh, you know, we have seen – the underdog cover these last few years after we have the, the Super Bowl special on Thursday night, the first you know, nationally televised game, first game of the, of the season, so to speak. And uh, we see a, a, a little bit of a letdown. We see the dogs have come through in this situation. And uh, I, you know, I understand what Tyler's saying here. And the Chiefs are, are made to win this year again. Uh, they're going to be the favorites. They are the favorites uh, to go back to back here. But when you look at this situation, there is a big revenge situation here with Houston as well, too. I know DeAndre Hopkins uh, is gone, but you still have Will Fuller. Uh, they've also, um, you, know, uh, you know, added to uh, their roster as well, too. And I think, you know, Deshaun Watson signing the big contract is a plus here. But I think this is way too many points, especially for an opening night. We remember what happened in that playoff game in January, you know, going back, what, uh, you know, nine, ten months ago. Remember, the Texans had a 24-point lead in this game. Granted, they lost 51-31, to 31 and they collapsed in the second half. However, the way they moved the ball effortlessly in that first half and to build a 24-point lead, this is a game they have had circled on their calendar. This will be a close ball game. I will take the 9.5 very, very openly. I will take it all, and it would not surprise me with an outright winner myself. 
Love the wow. uh, the inside of TC Martin. All right, Jason Powers, your turn. You're kind of like the tie-breaking vote here yeah. just for Three I'm, Dog Thursday purposes. Are you agreeing with TC that the Texans can keep it close? He makes a good point. They they have a positive memory of being up big. It's absolutely. just they don't want to watch the last two quarters or so of that game. But what about it, Jason? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think I think even if even if the Kansas City plays really, really well, I think Houston's going to score points. You know, they added David Johnson and Brandon Cooks in the offseason to help replace DeAndre Hopkins, who they basically gave away to Arizona. Um, but I'm with you. Usually first game jitters that first week. Again, remember, this is a training camp that these teams have had. No contact, no hitting. So it'll probably be a wide-open flag football type of affair offensively, I would think, early. I could definitely see Houston covering. Even if it's a prevent touchdown late, I would take the Texans and the points if I had to, if I had to pull the trigger here. All right. Hey, let's so don't forget that. Randall Cobb is there as well, too, to add to that wide receiving core. So I, I still think Houston has a lot of talent. And then again, no one's talking about J.J. Watt. I mean, he's back. He's healthy. I think this is a close ball game. And the and Kansas TC. City defense is still not very good. I mean, as well as they played and won the Super Bowl, they're still not a great team on defense. No matter they, – they re-signed Chris Jones. They have Tyron Matthew. But they are still suspect in the secondary, it seems to me. Well, they do bring back Juan Thornhill, their uh, star rookie safety last year, who did not play in the postseason, had that ACL injury. He's going to be good to go for tonight's game. I think the Chiefs' defense is going to take a major step. Look at what they did in December of last year as they were still learning Spag's system when he took over as D.C. They were the number one defense for the month of December last year. I think you'll see more of that in 2020. All right, so again, we've covered it a bunch on Chiefs and Texans. Again, you may be listening after Thursday and you have a pretty good idea or watching this after Thursday on YouTube and you have a pretty good idea of how smart these guys are or not, depending on which way uh, that they go. I happen to think the number is probably about right. That it's a double-digit win, something like that. I'm not copping out just to cop out on that one. I just think it's about where it should be. Uh, on that one. All right, some fun here as we talk with our guests. Again, T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show is out in Vegas. Jason Powers, Powers on Sports Podcast, hanging in the Tampa Bay area with me. The Tyler Jones. Tyler Jones on six days a week in the greater Kansas City area. Also, Tyler Jones Live is the podcast he has. We'll tell you more and show you more about that in a few minutes. College football. And now I'm playing Jason Powers' uh, tune here for the UAB Blazers. That is coming on Thursday Thursday night, uh, UAB coming up against the Miami Hurricanes on Thursday evening. Jason Powers, that is 14 points for the Blazers. One of the things I like here is the fact that UAB has already played a game uh, right. and, and won. It was not easy. They, they had to hang on kind of in the second half with Central Arkansas. They had a big lead. They hung on. They won. What about, your, uh, what about your Blazers here? You played for them in the 90s. We're looking here on the, on the page at the Blazers and UAB football trying to build something special. They won their division a year ago in Conference USA. I worked the CUSA title game on national radio where Lane Kiffin's Florida Atlantic Owls beat them badly. But still, Bill Clark's done a quality job. They played a game. It's Miami's debut. It's in Miami. Jason, give me a thought on the, uh, on the alma mater who you played for here uh, about this matchup and 14 points against the Hurricanes. All right, so I had to, had to dig into the closet. I busted out the helmet. from. Where is it? Hold it up. 95. Hold it. Look at that. The 95 the helmet. 95 helmet, helmet right there yes. on Three Dog Thursday. Find the video. If you're not finding the video, yes. that's, that's, not a, that's not a replica. That's the real McCoy. That's legit. That is my game helmet. Not a lot of hits. I was a punter kicker, so not a lot of marks. <laughs> I was going to say that. I didn't see any marks on there. You know, what, what's going on? Did you get off the field there? Were the pants uh, white, too, or you, cold? Usually his jersey was clean. Yes, usually his jersey was clean. That's for sure uh, there on that. All right, so I think Jason may have disappeared for a second. He is so excited he may have spazzed out here on Three Dog Thursday. We get He agrees with me that UAB can hang in in this game. Tyler, I'll go to you first. Again, a first game for the Canes. UAB's already played one. What, what about it? Man, uh, I'm still not buying uh, Miami as a legit team just yet. Uh, I think they have a ways to go. UAB, we've seen with that program since they came back, brought football, they've been very competitive and even better th than what they were before they uh, abandoned their football program. I think UAB can hang within 14 and a half. Maybe we're talking about them even pulling off the upset. 
T.C. Martin, uh, what about it here on uh, on this? Uh, Jason Powers, by the way, rejoining us as well, live. Uh, this is a live-to-tape situation on Three Dog Thursday, so Powers will be here in a second. T.C., though, what about this uh, here with, uh, with UAB in Miami? What do you think? You know, I, I was high on UAB last year going uh, in into that uh, the game that you did on the radio. And uh, I went to the window on those Blazers, and I'm still feeling it in my pocketbook, in my heart. I was distraught and disgusted, and I cannot get that game out of my system, how Florida Atlantic ran up and down the field against them. And when you look at that, uh, I still, like I said, that's stuck in my craw. And, uh, you know, I like what Manny Diaz is doing. He finally has a recruiting class uh, un- underneath him. And the big key for Miami is, and, and all the hype with uh, uh, Dierica King, who is uh, their quarterback, the transfer from Houston, and everything that I'm hearing coming out of Miami is like, this offense is going to be very, very explosive. So I think the number is right about right at 14. It wouldn't surprise me if UAB covers. But again, uh, you know, when you look at these two rosters, you know, Miami – has been in some turmoil, but they still got some great athletes. And I think, uh, you know, they needed this offseason to really come back together. And Diaz is a really good motivator. Uh, again, I just can't get that out of my system, how the UAB got drug up and down the field. All right. Uh, back in they December. can run the ball a little bit. Uh, right, can UAB? I mean, the guy has over 3,000 career yards. But again, right. he couldn't run the ball against Florida Atlantic. What are you going to do against uh, the Miami D? And here comes a turnover chain. Where's the turnover chain? Somebody give me the turnover chain. <laughs> well, Powers is back here. All right, you got so excited. I don't know if you went to run outside and put the helmet on and go try to play or have a field goal. Uh, stand up here for the Blazers. If they hang in there and have a shot to win, give me a thought on why that will be, Jason Powers. I'm totally with you. I think that the benefit of them playing last week and kind of getting the jitters out of their system, they had three turnovers, which I think kept the game way closer than it was last week. Uh, I, I think this is a UAB team that's not afraid to win. You were there when they beat LSU numerous years ago. But wow, yeah. Bill Clark is the kind of guy, He this is not a payday for UAB. This is a game they think they can win, and they think they can go to Coral Gables. And obviously Miami is struggling the last few years. Manny Diaz trying to get it back going. They know De'Eric King a little bit. I think they've probably they've played him over, when he was at Houston. So I definitely like the Blazers to keep the game close. and. It's going to be a fourth quarter kind of game. And Bill Clark, they expect to win games now. This is not a we hope to win. They expect to win. Interesting point on that with UAB revitalizing football, what, four years ago and now have been in the Conference USA title game. What, they revitalized it three years ago. Conference USA title game the last couple of years uh, on that. Again, we've got the panel hanging out here. Again, Brian Edwards, our handicapper, was on just before this show, and he was throwing out a couple of the numbers, including a year ago, Miami being one and four as a double-digit favorite against the number, only one and four, and they lost three of the games outright as a double-digit favorite. Again, that's last year, different quarterback, different offensive coordinator. We'll see if it means anything uh, for this go-around. Okay. Uh, Yeah, please, go. Rhett Lashley, the offensive coordinator at Miami now, used to be the offensive coordinator at Auburn with Gus Malzahn. Bill Clark, very familiar with the Auburn-Alabama programs and with the Rhett Lashley offense, so it will not be a surprise what what they unveil with De'Eric King. Lashley and and Bill Clark are are friends and know each other. So, again, a little more insight there as far as the, the connection of those two. Love all of that. Again, whether you're watching us on the YouTube page for the Three Dog Thursday Roundtable or you're hearing us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. If you found us through the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks of Shows, that's Jason Powers. Powers on Sports is the podcast. Uh, Tyler Jones with me in Kansas in the greater Kansas City area. T.C. Martin with me in Vegas with the T.C. Martin Show on five days a week in the afternoons there. All right, before we move uh, off of the football, I want one more underdog if you guys care. Uh, TC, do you have another underdog you like, either college or pro, this weekend to advise me here for Three Dog Thursday while we're making the picks? You got one more real quick? Actually, I've got uh, two. I'll give you one in college and one in the NFL. Uh, Duke is playing Notre Dame. I will take the Blue Devils plus 20 in this game. Uh, Duke has a new quarterback in Chase Bryce. Some people may remember him. He's a transfer from Clemson. And when Trevor Lawrence went down, uh, in a game last year, uh, Bryce rallied that uh, Clemson team to the victory. Uh, and David Cutcliffe is back calling the plays now for Duke as well, too. And he, we know that he's an offensive genius. 
and he gave those play calling duties away uh, the last couple seasons. He's taken him back. And if you remember what happened in this game when they played in South Bend two years ago, Duke was a 20-point underdog. They won the game outright, 38-35. Yep. to 35. So I like Duke getting 20 in this game. I think they'll keep it. There's a lot of hype with Notre Dame with Ian Book and company. But still, Duke has uh, seven returners on the defensive side. I think they keep it close here. Not sure they're going to win the game, but plus 20 is very, very inviting. On the NFL side, I'm going to go with the Rams as a home doggy. And in Vegas, we love home dogs there. They're playing the Dallas Cowboys, and the Rams are one of the best defenses in all of the NFL. They got Aaron Donald. They got Michael Brockers. But now they got Jalen Ramsey as well, too. And, uh, again, I'm not sold on Dak Prescott, especially against this defense. And it's only two and a half, three points, depending when and where you get it. But uh, I do like the Rams at home. Uh, home dog is always nice. And, uh, you know, in that Conference USA territory, which you guys are familiar with, there's a Rams running back that uh, I think is going to have a bust-out year, and that's Darnell Henderson. You guys probably remember him from Memphis. He's there, uh, as well as Mike, uh, Malcolm Brown from Texas. So since Gurley's left, these guys have gotten a chance to step up. they still got great wide receivers in Cooper Cup, um, you know, Robert, Robert Woods. Woods. Yep. So I really like the Rams as a home dog here. Yeah, very interesting. And Cam Akers, the FSU running back, yes, we were talking yes. a couple of weeks yes. ago on this podcast that I, I yes. said, I mean, Jason knows this. Gene Deckerhoff, Jason played at Florida State for one year. Gene Deckerhoff is the Hall of Fame voice of the Florida State Seminoles and the Buccaneers. And other than Bobby Bowden, there may not be anybody that's seen more or knows more Florida State football. He told me two years ago, Cam Akers is the best. He may be the best running back I've ever seen. And I know Florida State had bad seasons, but that's high praise. We'll see if Akers does well in that game. And Tyler Jones, I know you're kind of nodding along about Rams and Cowboys Sunday night real quick. For an NFL doggy, you kind of like that one too? Oh, I love that bet. Uh, I like the Rams to win this game outright, let alone the two and a half that you give me to work with there. I like this Dallas Cowboys team, don't get me wrong, but it's going to take time for this team to adjust to Mike McCarthy's system. Uh, with no preseason games, they're still learning with – what they're putting in place there. And the Rams with Goff and company, I think that they'll have a good debut, new stadium and everything. They'll want to start out on a good note. So I like the Rams there. My college bet, I am going to go with uh, UTEP at plus 44 against Texas. Texas did not win a single game last year by more than 35 points. I know UTEP's bad. They went 1-11. But I don't think that Texas, under these circumstances of COVID, and not having that many practices is going to be polished up enough to beat anybody by 44 points. I think so you're hoping UTEP that UTEP can score like 10 points, maybe 17 points, and then that forces Texas to score 60 or 70. That's your hope on that 40-plus <laughs> point spread, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so my pick is not so much about UTEP. It's more so about Texas. I don't see Texas beating anybody by 44. It is, it is more like just an absolute orgy of points for Tyler Jones in that one. Jason Powers, remaining moment or two. Give me another underdog. Maybe you got two of them, college, yes. NFL, or both. Give me one or two. I'm going to go in the, on the college ranks. I'm going to go down to Mobile, Alabama, South Alabama hosting Tulane. South Alabama played last week against Southern Miss. Keep them on the road. After the game, the Southern Miss coach was whacked yep. after one game, which yep. was a the, very much of a surprise. So I like South Alabama having played a game at home. The, the line has started out at about nine and a half. It's all the way down to seven and a half. So some of the smart money is getting on South Alabama. South Alabama's had a great program the last five, six years. So give me the Jaguars plus the seven and a half at home. And on to the NFL, one pick. It's not a homer pick. Tom Brady getting three and a half points on the road with no crowd noise in New Orleans to deal with. Give me Tom Brady and the Buccaneers plus the three and a half all day long in New Orleans. No crowd. He'll be able to communicate. You'll be doing the game. You'll be seeing play every play. <laughs> I just have a hard time believing with those weapons that Tampa Bay has that the New Orleans defense is going to be able to contain Tom Brady with no crowd noise. You're on to something there, and obviously they see over my shoulder what's over the shoulder there that I'm part of the Bucks radio broadcast, so I'm in the bag for the Buccaneers. That's understood. We'll talk more in the final segment here coming up on Three Dog Thursday about that game, but Jason makes a lot of good points uh, on that one. TC, I think I saw you shaking your head. You're saying no on Buccaneers and the three and a half as a doggy just real quick in New Orleans uh, with Breeze and the Saints? 
Oh no, I, I no, I no no opinion on that game whatsoever. <laughs> All right, so none. I love but we'll Tom see. Brady. I love Drew Brees. Uh, again, I probably don't want any part of that game. All right, so you're staying away for Three Dog Thursday purposes. All right, let me promote where you can hear these guys uh, as we go around the room. Again, the Powers on Sports podcast is where you will find uh, Jason Powers. Uh, again, uh, subscribe on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. There's a look at it, the Powers on Sports podcast. Find it right there. He's got uh, thoughts on the NFL and uh, the NBA playoffs that are rolling right now. And he's probably talking some UAB Blazers on the podcast with Powers on Sports. We love that. You find Tyler Jones again with KLWN Radio in Lawrence, Kansas, five days a week in the mornings, but also find his podcast. It's the Jones Report right there. Search the Jones Report, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. That's out a couple of different times. And my man T.C. Martin has his own site. The T.C. Martin Show is on five days a week in Las Vegas, and you can archive, uh, listen to archive episodes of the show and his brilliance uh, from Vegas daily on the TC Martin Show. Lots of handicapping, lots of stuff. TC, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you were at the Cosmopolitan every Friday at the sports book there making the picks. So uh, it, it gets no better than that. You're lavished on Fridays now making the picks at the Cosmopolitan because they're back up and running. They got some, some uh, public, some fans that are there uh, in, in Vegas with the social distancing and the guidelines. You're back in your element, my friend. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, you know, going our third year at the Cosmopolitan, uh, football season, basketball season. It's a great atmosphere. So anyone that's coming to Vegas, come by the Cosmopolitan. It is uh, probably one of the best places on the Strip. But, uh, yeah, we're there each and every Friday afternoon doing our best bet segment where we give our three best college plays, three best NFL plays. Uh, we're breaking it down. So our Friday show is pretty much all handicapping with our Vegas handicappers and uh, special guests. Love it. Tyler Jones again is there in Kansas for the upcoming Kansas City Chiefs Thursday night game, depending on how that goes as the defending champs. Powers is so pumped up. I, I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't put the helmet on for UAB. Here he may go. try to do that. There it is, the UAB helmet for UAB in Miami if you're seeing us on the YouTube uh, video. I actually, I actually tried to put it on. I don't think my head's gotten too big in the last 25 years. <laughs> I can't get it on. And literally, the Powers head <laughs> has gotten too big uh, there for that. So good luck with that. Guys, Thank you. I appreciate all of you hanging out on the Three Dog Thursday uh, video portion of the show. Good luck with your underdog predictions. A lot of common uh, belief in some of these different games. Uh, we'll see how they go for underdog purposes, but thank you for kicking it around. The NFL is back, and I thank Jason Powers, T.C. Martin, and Tyler Jones. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, T.J. Thanks. Great to be with you, T.J. Take care, All right, man. always love that. The podcast does continue. Brian Edwards on the audio version of the podcast coming back to talk NFL with me. Again, subscribe to the YouTube page for the video. Find the audio podcast. There's more NFL talk coming up on the audio podcast straight ahead on Three Dog Thursday. Yes, we are back in with Brian Edwards of BrianEdwardsSports.com. You can follow him at Vegas B. Edwards, also Vegas Insider, where he's got his picks up for the weekend as well. The first weekend of the NFL season about to commence. We got here to 2020 with all that is going on with COVID-19, all the social uh, injustice marches and the rioting and everything that's happened this summer we have gotten to the football season and the nfl season getting underway thursday night with the defending champion chiefs taking on the houston texans this is the first of numerous times that i will say this early on in the year in fact i'll say it over and over again you may be listening to us later in the weekend and you know the result of Thursday night games that we're talking about, either with Brian or on our roundtable. We obviously debut the show on Thursday. It stays uh, current and relevant for Saturday and Sunday games. So when we're talking Houston and Kansas City, which we just did in the roundtable, Brian, as we bring you back in, the Chiefs are double-digit favorites. I I'm not taking Houston in that one. I could see them keeping it close. You may know, audience, if that's a blowout or not. We'll see what Mahomes and the Chiefs do, but you may already know that. We don't know that at the time we're taping. So the NFL season underway on Thursday night. The Chiefs raising a banner as the Super Bowl champs. You're interested in an early Sunday game, and this involves Tom Brady's former team, the Patriots, hosting the Miami Dolphins. You're, you're attracted here to the Fish or the fins, as they like to be called. It's how they hate the name the fish because it's squished the fish. It's an insult. The fins in South Florida have piqued your interest a little bit for this matchup in New England for Three Dog Thursday purposes, right? 
Yeah, and I mean, they rounded out their regular season last year with New England, all the motivation in the world to uh, clinch a, a bye and not have to play the first weekend. And they lose outright to Miami, but that was kind of a theme uh, down the stretch for Miami, despite, you know, them, you know, dumping, uh, you know, personnel such as Minka Fitzpatrick yep. to the Steelers, et cetera. I mean, I thought Flores just did a great job of coaching in his rookie uh, season. Their last 12 games, uh, they were underdogs in all of them. They went nine and three against the spread with five outright wins. Um, I like uh, the the, uh, the Finns plus six and a half, but I, I always like to buy that half point to the key number of seven. But who knows, by the time listeners are listening, maybe the number will already be there or, or maybe it gets there uh, this weekend. But, yeah, I'm going to roll Miami. You know, we, we all obviously know about uh, New England's uh, defections, quite a, quite a few of them, guys with COVID or COVID concerns not playing this year, including four starters. Um, and look, I think New England will be good this year, and I think Cam will be good, but I don't know that it'll be clicking on all cylinders in week one. But regardless, Miami, I think, is going to have a uh, pretty solid season. They, um, they played extremely well down the stretch last year, and uh, they've got a good coach. They made some nice uh, uh, free agent moves and had a good draft, in my opinion. So I'll, I'm going to go with the Fins in week one. Very interesting game for a lot of reasons. Obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, is back as the veteran to be the starting quarterback, name the starter for this game. And, of course, he led that two-minute drill drive at the end of the win that you were talking about last December that sent uh, – well, basically, I mean, it basically put the the Patriots on a collision course with the Tennessee Titans to lose the opening weekend because they lost that game. So Fitzmagic is back. You mentioned Cam Newton in New England. What's going to happen with him at quarterback? Not only do you have the COVID-19 opt-outs, but how about – Bill Belichick gets rid of Mohamed Sanu, the receiver who he traded a second-round pick for last year. Sanu doesn't even make the opening day roster, by the way, for New England. They cut loose Lamar Miller, the veteran running back, who had previously been a couple of places, including with the Houston Texans. And so, and now New England going with a new quarterback in Cam Newton, kind of an anonymous skill set of players around him. Uh, we'll see how they do uh, at home in that matchup. Uh, with the Dolphins, and Brian Flores, obviously his former assistant coach, uh, as the Dolphins look to be better. Will Tua see a series maybe in this game? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, they, they're going to keep him, uh, at least for now, on the bench as the number one pick for the Miami Dolphins and the Savior, and that's an Alabama-Auburn tinge to it, too, if it's Tua playing against Cam Newton. Ten years removed from Auburn, Cam Newton in that instance. All right, so we'll keep an eye on that one. All right, a lot of talk on the roundtable about my Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. I did not weigh in, but I like the Bucs. And and again, I'm going to do this as rarely as I can on Three Dog Thursday. I work for the team. I work for the Buccaneers Radio Network. But Brian Edwards, I am here to testify at the congregation, at the altar of the Three Dog Thursday Tabernacle, I am here to testify that when that line came out, and it was five or six points back a few weeks ago, when the schedules were released and the lines came, I, I was surprised that Brady and company would, would not be given more respect and that this wouldn't be like a one-point game or a pick'em game. I, I'm thinking, especially with no fans in the stands at the Superdome, that the, the Buccaneers have a great chance here getting the three and a half or four points wherever you're seeing it for this weekend. Uh, the Saints bullied the Bucks the last couple of games, the two games they played them last year. They basically own the division uh, the, in the NFC South for the last decade. I just, I like the Buccaneers. Do you want to talk me out of the Buccaneers for Three Dog Thursday purposes with Brady's first game and on the road? Well, you know, the Mike Evans uh, situation is, is certainly uh, a little concerning. Yep. Uh, and, you know, it looks like we're probably not going to know uh, on that until maybe all the way up until game time. Uh, I'm just scanning New Orleans injury uh, uh, list right now, and I, I see some key names listed as questionable, like Marcus uh, Davenport yep. and, and the outstanding offensive lineman, Andrus uh, Pete. Um so I, um, you know, I'm not trying to talk to you off it, but uh, if it were just three rather than three in the hook, my, my lean would probably be to the Saints. In fact, the Saints um, 
are actually uh, they're my pick to win the uh, the Super Bowl this year. Listen to you. You're going that far with New Orleans. And Alvin Kamara supposed to get a new deal that may have already happened. If you're hearing us at the time we're taping, we don't know that Kamara's been holding out. I believe he returned to practice though this week while they're trying to work out the new deal. And new deals are flying every which direction because the league year for salary cap purposes doesn't begin until Friday uh, for the rosters locking in so teams can move and shake with their salary cap. So Kamara may get that before Friday. You may already know that if you're listening to us. A uh, new big running back money for him. Uh, we'll see. We'll we'll see. The Bucks have had success. Speaking of Fitz Magic, he torched the Saints in the opening game two years ago. Uh, in New Orleans. Jameis Winston's first win of his career was a week two win in New Orleans in 2015. So the Bucks have had some early success at the Superdome. We'll see what it looks like for Brady, Gronkowski, all the new Leonard Fournette. Is he going to play? How much can Mike Evans play, like Brian said, with what is being uh, termed a slight hamstring injury? Can he play on Sunday? We'll find out for Buccaneers and Saints. And again, on the roundtable just before you came back on here to talk NFL uh, with Jason Powers, T.C. Martin, and Tyler Jones. Again, find the video roundtable. If you only heard us, find the video roundtable on YouTube. Those guys were kicking around. The Rams getting the points as a home dog. T.C. Martin in Vegas loved that on the T.C. Martin Show. Loved the Rams as a home dog here against the Dallas Cowboys. I like that, too, as my third underdog for Three Dog Thursday, getting three or uh, two and a half at some sports week, but three points. Uh, Just one thing that I I look at with this is not only at home, but Dallas, new coaching staff with Mike McCarthy. I know he's a veteran coach, but Brian, what is your thought here? First game with the Cowboys, no preseason. That's advantage McVay and his same coaching staff with the Rams. Is it not playing at home? What, What is your analysis? Well, I mean, I, I think the cowgirls are overrated and, and are constantly overrated. And um, I don't know. I'm not saying I'll be on the Rams, but uh, yeah, I, I could see people wanting to uh, be on the Rams. I think this should probably be a pick 'em game uh, at LA. Um, we shall see. You know, I'm just I, I'm not as big. Uh, 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 look, I love Dak in college, and I, I don't have anything against Dak. I just don't think he's quite as good, especially to be turning down all the many, many, many millions he's turned down um, over the last year and change, seemingly. Uh, so, I mean, uh, I could see the Rams uh, winning outright. But yeah, for sure. And Dallas uh, obviously comes in with high expectations. McCarthy obviously worked for so long with Aaron Rodgers. How is he going to help Dak Prescott or not? Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. I'm interested for fantasy football purposes in Ezekiel Elliott in a couple of different leagues doing well for me. But I just I like the Rams in this spot uh, here against the against the Dallas Cowboys. I will take them as my third of three underdogs. Again, uh, Brian took the Miami Dolphins. Uh, for his underdog and we need to plug here for the audience they need to stay glued into you with picks on Vegas Insider as well promote on that even if they're only hearing us here on Thursday you may have an underdog or two that you like that you'll be revealing on Vegas Insider plug away on that real quick yeah and uh, you can also find uh, my picks on Brian Edwards Sports dot com and uh, I'm on the over tomorrow night Um, I know it's a high number but uh, 54 and a half Uh, I'm going to go over on Houston and KC they played twice last year same venue at Arrowhead they had 55 combined in the first meeting 82 combined with the 51-31 game in the postseason and the over went 7-3 and despite a lot of high numbers in the 50s uh, in KC's home games 10 home games last year, two dynamic QBs in Mahomes and Watson. I think we'll get points galore. I mean, we often see those Thursday NFL games go under, but that's like during the course of the season when you have a short week and whatnot as a, a season opener. I'm not going to worry about that stat as uh, a lot of those midweek games have, have gone under. Uh, that, I think that stat goes back mm. uh profitable for the under going back several years actually but i don't think it'll apply in that opener well and again you may already know that result i'm with you i expect a lot of points to be scored in the houston kc thursday night game what do we know watch the thing end up brian being seven to three i doubt it i think it might be seven to three on the first two possessions because as we were pointing out again to make reference to the video roundtable everybody remembers the kc won big in the uh in the afc divisional round playoff game 
uh, they were behind 24 to nothing in the first half of that game. Yeah. So it was an explosive, yeah, and, and for the overs, it was an explosive game in that can the Texans hang in on Thursday night again? You may already know whether they did or they didn't for Three Dog Thursday purposes. And All right. Yeah, go ahead. Did, didn't O'Brien fake a punt with like yes. a 24-7 lead? Yes, yeah, and gave him a cheap touchdown and even more momentum with the crowd to get him right back yeah. in the game and just almost asking for it. Um, so, yes, we'll we'll see uh, what that looks like for Kansas City's debut. And uh, Deshaun Watson with the new contract. Mahomes, very similar to Brian Edwards' deal with over $400 million in guarantees and incentives on his new deal. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes for the Thursday night opener. I'm just glad that we're back talking NFL football. I want to say publicly to you, thank you for hanging in because, brother, we did this show through May and through June with virtually nothing other than us talking about theoretical stuff and, and the NASCAR starting up and a little golf starting up. We've now made it to the football season at least to begin in September. So thank you publicly, and congrats. We got here. We got to games, and we're ready to watch all of this unfold this weekend. Sir, I know you're excited. I'm excited, Brian. Yeah, and we should thank Dana White, too. He gave us a little something uh, with some <laughs> UFC, and uh, so he deserves uh, credit as well. Uh, enjoyed it as always. Uh, TJ and your listeners can follow me on Twitter at Vegas. B. Edwards, best of luck uh, to you and your listeners with all your uh, bets this weekend. Let's win some money. Let's see what happens with the underdogs. There goes Brian Edwards. Thank you, Brian. We thank also the uh, panelists on our roundtable, Jason Powers, the Powers on Sports podcast, Tyler Jones in Kansas. Tyler Jones live as his podcast. He's on five days a week there in the, in the greater Kansas City market. T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show, five days a week in Vegas. They were with me, all picking underdogs. Again, find the YouTube page. To, to hear and see those guys uh, as well as the podcast. And a reminder to keep subscribing here to Three Dog Thursday. Rate us and review us as well. Apple Podcasts, Google, po- Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, find us. Rate us, review us. More people will find it. Spread the word. My thanks also to our friends at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows and sportsgamblingpodcast.com for promoting Three Dog Thursday. And thanks again to you folks for listening. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the underdogs uh, for this weekend. Again, I love UAB on Thursday night against Miami. Brian's got the Dolphins speaking of Miami against the Patriots. I'll go my Buccaneers, a Florida tinge here on the show. Buccaneers and the Saints. Rams over the Cowboys as an underdog. Let's see what happens here on Three Dog Thursday. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.